You might not see me, but I'm on the scene. Good morning, jesters and jestettes. <clears throat> I thank y'all for coming to the show. It's going to be a great show, as always. It's always a great show. It's always a great show. Just trying to figure out what the fuck's going on in this world, man. Trying to figure out where, where I belong, where you belong. And I'm just... I'm confused. There's so much shit going on right now. I, you don't know what to believe, because you know, everybody's, everybody's throwing different shit at you at 300 miles an hour, so just, I'm going to slow down and observe, just watch, and commentate, because that's what I do. Uh, so let's go ahead and get this uh, UFC started, see what China bullshit they're trying to sell us today. of 20 million Americans vaccinated in December turned out to be aspirational. Officials urge patience. You know, it's only been a couple of weeks. What will it take to complete the largest vaccination program in U.S. history? I'm Steve Inskeep with Leila Fadel, and this is Up First from NPR News. How's the economy looking in 2021? We've already had it's some the first economic fucking day. recovery, but it's uneven to say the least. Some people lost their jobs, while others have been able to save more money. And finally, Britain is officially out of the European Union. You know who's been able to save more money? People like Mitch McConnell. People in Congress who have money coming from everywhere anyway. So who the fuck else is saving money? Tell me that, Chuck. Tell me who else is saving money. He's. That's brought some changes along the English <coughs> Channel, where hundreds more customs officers are now stationed. Brexit has been years in the making. Now that it's here, what's it look like at one of Europe's busiest ports? Stay with us. We'll give you the news you need to start your day. Welcome to the Jester family. 42 degrees and sunny. Smoking deals on smoking accessories located at 50 Chautauqua Avenue in Lakewood, New York or at 42DegreesAndSunny.com Again, smoking deals on smoking accessories. Check them out. They got what you're looking for, I promise you. The campaign to vaccinate Americans against COVID-19 is getting off to a slower start than officials had hoped. Much slower. Here's a key number. In recent weeks, about 3 million people received their first shots of the Pfizer or Moderna vaccines. That sounds impressive, to be honest. But given the urgency of the pandemic, officials had forecast 20 million Americans would be vaccinated by now. Joining us to talk about what it will take to speed up the process is NPR science correspondent Richard Harris. Hey, Richard. Happy New Year. Same to you, Layla. Same to you, Layla. So, Richard, I wish you were here to tell us the vaccines will soon be readily available, but it sounds like the country is far short of the expected pace. What happened? Well, what happened is there are lots of reasons, and let's start with expectations. The Trump administration has long promised quick fixes to the coronavirus pandemic, including a vaccine that would be widely available in 2020. Remember that? And indeed, you know, 
the administration did back and effort to produce these vaccines in record time. But I spoke yesterday with Dr. Marcus Blusher, who is the chief medical officer for the Association of State and Territorial Health Officials. And his take is that the timetable for vaccination was largely aspirational. We just had a meeting with the majority of our state health officials. And, you know, the feeling from them was that it actually was rolling out quite well. Give me the power, sexy. Um, you know, it's only been a couple of weeks. This is an enormous It is the most massive vaccination campaign in U.S. history. And he says health officials are still very much on the learning curve. So that big number was aspirational. What are the challenges they're running into? Well, buddy, it's always good to set your goals high. It's always good to have aspirations. Stop fucking temperatures, for example. But it's also been a real challenge to ramp up this effort during the holidays when. Did they just try to explain to you or tell you that it's it's not good to have aspirational goals? It's not good to aim high. You, you see what they're trying? It because of the person they don't like set the bar set the bar high. They're gonna say that was a bullshit. Fucking shut up, man. Why? Why can't you just be positive? Just. And stop spreading lies. Stop spreading fear. Just be a good fucking person. That's, that's the best way to live life. I fear. I feel. The exhausted healthcare workers are simply trying to take some time off. The biggest logistical challenge is vaccinating people during a pandemic. But I want to know where my cigarettes are. Social distancing. You know, it's just we're not used to doing that. Yeah, nobody wants to spread COVID-19 to people standing in line to get vaccinated against the oh disease. And once people have been vaccinated, they have to wait nearby for at least 15 minutes just in case they have a rare reaction. So, <laughs> so if you're standing in line to get the, uh, the vaccine for COVID, but you catch COVID while standing in line, now remember... You are not going to die. You are not going to even get very sick, more than likely. More than likely, you are just going to be a asymptomatic, what they call super spreader. Woo! But, but just, isn't that kind of funny, though, if you think about it? You're in line to get a vaccine. You catch coma. Whoop! Or coma. Ha! You catch corona. Whoops! I guess I don't need the vaccine anymore. I'm going to have the antibodies. You see, you see why it doesn't make any fucking sense. This, this is not a terrible. This is not a terrible fucking thing. It's a bad thing. It maybe is killing more people than normal than a normal flu. But shit, that's life. Shit happens, man. Come on, why we ruined the whole fucking economy for this little fucking shit? And again, I'm beating a dead horse. But I mean. How fucking stupid are do they think we are? Do they think that we're we can just we're gonna listen to whatever the fuck they say, whatever the fuck they tell us? Man, no. That requires medical attention, so you need safe places for people to do that too. So oh shit, I forgot to even mention that. <laughs> After you get the uh, the vaccine. You have to hang out for 15 minutes just in case you happen to have a side effect. Hmm, that sounds healthy.
I'm going to step right up in line and get me one of these vaccines. Some logistical challenges, but frankly, they've, they've got to pick up the pace of vaccinations if most Americans are going to get their shots in the coming months. What needs to happen? I'm not going to be says he expects the pace to quicken a lot in January after the holidays and as health providers figure out how to optimize their routines. But, you know, some of this also involves money. The federal government has poured billions of dollars into developing, manufacturing, and distributing these vaccines, but it is provided very little funding no to health care workers who have the enormous task of vaccinating people. Dr. Howard Coe at the Harvard Chan School of Public Health says some significant funding to hire new staff to do that is finally on. You hear all these celebrities, I don't know if you want to call them celebrities, all these famous people. Yeah, I got corona. It didn't really affect me, although. So everybody who has corona is telling you that it doesn't really affect, well, you can't say everybody, but for the most part, everybody is telling you that it really didn't affect them all that bad. So... So do we? Did you not see that you're fucking lied to this entire goddamn time? It is far easier to fool a man than it is to convince a man that he's been fooled. And there's a whole bunch of motherfuckers that's been fooled up in this bitch. Away, thanks to the COVID relief bill that just got signed. The new congressional package is an excellent down payment. Has some uh, eight billion dollars out of a nine hundred billion dollar relief package to shore up a public health infrastructure that's been hollowed out for far too long. But the public health systems at the state and local level need much more support going forward if we're going to return to any sense of normal soon. And he's also incensed that some members of the public have been provoked to lash out against the public health officials over issues like mask wearing, when in fact the public health system is playing such a vital role in helping us through the pandemic, notably now rolling out all of these vaccines for us. Well, you understand that people are lashing out because they've been lied to by you. That's what fucking happens when you lie to people. They get pissed off. So it is ultimately your fault that this shit is happening. So much on health officials' shoulders. NPR science correspondent Richard Harris, thank you. Anytime. could be a year of healing for both people and the economy. But how much healing depends on who you are. Oh, Just about everybody yeah, in this country depends on who you are. Depends on if you're wealthy and you have money. Affected equally, nor was the economic pain spread evenly. So what can we expect in the months ahead? And Pierre Not Scott Horsley joins you. us now. Happy New Year, Scott. Good morning. Good morning. So, Scott, we begin the new year with new vaccines against the coronavirus in hand, although so far not very many have gotten to people's arms. But that's got to improve the outlook of 2021, right? It should certainly help. Uh, the Federal Reserve is now projecting that the U.S. economy will grow this year by more than 4%, and that by the end of the year, unemployment will have fallen See, to again, around 5%. Both those forecasts are rosier than... Forecasting. They are guessing. How the hell do they know what the hell is going to happen in the future? They are guessing. They are telling you whatever you want to hear to make you feel better. Come on. That's all the fucking... It's all the news is. They just tell you lies to make you feel better. 
what the Fed was expecting just a few months ago. A survey of business economists also finds growing optimism. Nearly three out of four now think the economy will have regained all the ground it lost last year sometime in the second half of this coming year. That sounds like some good news, but a lot depends on it getting a handle like on the news, pandemic right now. But a few yeah, hours you know, it sounds like good news. Everybody like in America is going to get is going to yeah, get a check from million dollars. Doesn't that sound good? Doesn't that sound like great news? Yeah, but it's not true. And that's an enormous economic as well as human loss. You see the difference there? If you have rosy news, that means it's good news through a series of events that you know is going to happen. Good news, but telling people lies to fool them like you've done ever since I've been doing this goddamn UFC, just telling lies, how, how do you expect it to change if you don't motherfucking change? Because so many people are getting sick, we're seeing more restrictions on in-person businesses. Uh, consumers but so are many people aren't getting cautious. sick. We also know now this new variation of the virus that appears to spread more easily is here in the U.S., and that could lead to more crackdowns. Uh, it's certainly good. <laughs> you see, they are just telling you fucking scary shit. They're just trying to fucking scare you. Oh, this, this variant of the COVID-19 virus that spreads quicker than the other one who spread quick oh, oh it's insane but this isn't gonna make you sicker but they're trying to scare you because oh no the new variant is here they're trying to scare me oh no i'm gonna die from this new variant no you're not it's it's no fucking different stop fucking scaring people chuck that we have these highly effective vaccines which no we don't develop at warp speed but as you and Richard were just talking about, the shots are being distributed at a much more pedestrian pace. President-elect Joe Biden has put out the goal of delivering 100 million shots in the first 100 days, but we're just doing a fraction of that now. So unless oh, there's a sharp acceleration, I was it's going to take a long time to reach critical uh... mass. So restaurants, movie theaters, we'll see. We'll airlines, see. other businesses that typically bring people together, those businesses are hurting. Are other parts of the economy doing okay, though? Yeah, this has been a really uneven recovery for both individuals and whole industries. People who have in-demand jobs they can do from home might be doing just fine. Uh, a lot of factories are actually operating at close to pre-pandemic levels. They're keeping their workers spaced out and churning out products that people need. Consumers are buying a lot of stuff right now. In some cases, they're actually buying more stuff because they can't spend... Hold on, buddy. Hold the fuck on. <coughs> we have... The highest unemployment we have ever had, yet more people are buying more stuff. Fuck you. You're not making any sense in your own goddamn reporting, buddy. Come the fuck on. Money on things like eating out or traveling or going to concerts. Those service-oriented businesses and the people who work at... How the fuck are you going to spend money on eating out? How the fuck are you going to spend money on going to concerts? How the fuck are you going to spend any money on going anywhere when everything is closed? Because people are fucking scared. Because of your lying lies. Lie, you're, you're a lying liar, damn it. <laughs> I, I don't know how to get this across. Like I said, it's like beating a dead horse. I don't... <laughs>
it, it, it's aggravating. Them, though, are still suffering. We could see a fairly rapid rebound in services once people feel safe going out in crowds again. Some people have managed to save money while they've been hunkered down, and they're going to be eager to spend it once the virus is under control. And what about the stock market? <laughs> we had a gut-wrenching plunge in stocks during the springtime when the pandemic first took hold. Stock market Since is then, a fucking scam. It's only there to keep the rich rich and keep the poor poor. Fuck the goddamn stock exchange. Yesterday, it does. There shouldn't. Behind us and the, the months and years ahead are going to be brighter. Let's just hope that's true for the broader the economy as well. This, I'm Paris Scott mm. Horsley. Thanks. It's a fucking joke. Don't buy stocks. Fuck the stock market. Fuck the rich people. Stop buying stocks. A new year and a new start for Europe as Britain finally cuts ties with the EU after nearly five <coughs> decades as part of the bloc. Yeah, today the UK embarks on a fresh relationship with its neighbors. For decades, people have taken trains under the English Channel to France or boarded planes to Berlin without passing passport control. Now the border is much more significant with new customs, health, and other regulations. To tell us what it looks like from France, we're joined by reporter Rebecca Ross. But she doesn't look much different. <laughs> Welcome, Happy New Year. Still the same. Happy New Year. So it sounds like you're standing outside at the port there. I am standing outside the port. I'm surrounded by seagulls here. Yeah, there's a lot of goods being shipped across the channel. So what does this change actually look like today? How does it change travel, trade, procedures? Well, there's no tariffs, but this is a real border now, like you said. So we saw the first ship <coughs> in from Dover this morning. There were now it's a real imaginary line. They all had to declare their goods, so it's a lot of paperwork. It's a and real imaginary line. Now. Before it was just an imaginary, imaginary line. Now it's a real imaginary line. The government imaginary has imaginary hired seven hundred customs officials, line. invested thirteen million euros in new infrastructure, and another forty million euros in software. So all customs declarations can be filled out online in advance. Calais is the main port for goods going to and from the UK. So with all these changes, could this become a potential bottleneck? I know we're barely into the new year, but what does it look like now? Is that possible? Right. You know, today it's quite calm for a couple of reasons. As you mentioned, it's the new year. It's the holiday period still. Also with COVID, you have truck drivers who are avoiding the port right now. But I have to say also another reason it's calm today is because French customs officials are really prepared. You know, like I mentioned, there's a lot of investment in manpower, um, infrastructure. Five words that you need to learn. Proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. I'm sorry, six words. Proper preparation prevents piss poor performance. That's all you gotta know in life. When the holiday period ends, people are saying come mid-January, there is concern there could be these bottlenecks you mentioned. Mm. Um, I spoke with one French customs official who said he is worried that, well, you know, the French government is prepared. Customs well, you know what the thing prepared. about that is? There Proper is preparation. Maybe they're prepared. We will fucking see. Stop fucking putting things now, out there that isn't back. true that you're just uh, guessing. We've been talking about Brexit for four and a half years today. The deal is news done. isn't guessing. How are news, excuse me, news me is mm, news me. Being here. Huh. I would say news is facts. Not guessing. Not French President Emmanuel Macron gave his annual not scaring address yesterday to the French people, and he talked about Brexit in his speech. He said, you know, that the UK will always remain a friend and neighbor to France. 
But Brexit was the child of a European malaise and lies. <laughs> so he also made this appeal to French citizens. UK will always be a neighbor to France. The people I've always. Been speaking to here no matter in what, I promise. agree with Macron. I spoke with a taxi driver yesterday who said he felt that Brexit was built on false promises that can never be met. You think? I also met a man who you think a politician is going to give you false promises? Here, and he said he struggles to understand how the British people made this decision four years ago. But at the same time, he says, you know... This is what happened. They made their decision. Yeah. It's a new year, and now it's time to move on. It is. Rebecca Ross. So fucking move on. France, thank you. Is, thank you. I, mm. <laughs> Adapt and overcome, man. And that's up first for Friday, January 1st, 2021. Adapt and overcome. So what did we learn today? We didn't really learn much of anything. They were just telling you guesses. They are telling you what they think is going to happen. That, that's kind of what they do. So we think this is going to happen, so we're going to tell you this just to scare you. Man, just constant fucking, they're lying to you. Stop believing their lies. They're not telling you the truth. Do your own goddamn research. We need to stand up and we need to be, we need, we need to stop believing what this fucking news, any of the mainstream media is telling you. Right? It's all controlled by the people with money. They want you to think a certain way. So they're going to tell the media to to spin whatever the fuck is out there. Even if it, they're going to make shit up. That's all you get. The media is not honest. The media is not trustworthy. So smoke weed every motherfucking day and make shit happen.